opportunities offered by the hemp plant are also tremendous. Entrepreneurs, agripreneurs for fiber making and value addition to variety of products. Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, and now Uttarakhand have also started legalizing. In 2018, they have legalized the, the plantation by the farmers on hemp. However, there are still major issues. Otherwise, I have been uh, picked up by, by farmers very because it is easiest thing to grow and get the money value out of it in every part of the plant. Innovative products in food, health, drinks, eatables, and products are waiting. Great potential for soil enrichment, that is the biggest issue in most of the parts of the world, including in India. Increasing organic content in the soil, this could be the one of the best. You may, when the Chernobyl happened, uh, I was in Germany, I think it was on some, some uh, Humboldt Fellowship. There, we realized that there were two things. One was the clay and the other one was the hemp, in the, this hemp, which was grown on this one because this takes out the radioactive material out of the soil. I'm going to give a, just a small riddle. See, can you guess what can be the commonality between the Himalayan sadhus, Adiyogi's offerings like Shiva's offerings? Almost most of the Ayurvedic uh, formulation cases, just like uh, the allopathy, most of the syrups are alcohol based. Similarly, here it is uh, uh, the uh, cannabis or we call it bhang leaves and Indian hemp. It's also called as Indian hemp. And the holy Shivratri social festival cultures on one hand, another one, sailors of your fashion designers, hangman's fiber. Now, insect resisting plaster, paints and alora cakes, farmers preferred crop and sustenance. Bioremediation, heavy metal, and radioactive materials on one side, and now new hope for cancer patients, particularly after the treatment uh, uh, of chemotherapy. There is a tremendous pain and all those things, so they remove the pain and convulsions and all these side effects. And also now work is work is going on on the cancer tumors itself. It's a miracle as an insomniacs, the same thing, anxiety, climate change, mitigation. Can you bleed green fuel, green biocides, waste, and wasteland reclamation? And now new materials for the car body, the Tesla car body, 3D printing materials instead of PLA, solid state, for example, lithium ion batteries, 3D printing, decorative articles, and jewelry. And of course, main attraction of the modern day, the parties and, and, and so on. Now, this you can see is such a diverse side of canvas. Can a single plant be possible? Can, can a single plant cater all these things and many more like that? And the answer is yes. Certainly, it is cannabis and cannabis only that can, and that is where we are going to talk about 
unraveling the cannabis mystery. But what are the fictions? What are the narratives which we have been talking about on the cannabis? I know it by experience. Whenever you see a name of marijuana or cannabis, it's a taboo in the society. But why? The taboo is only because of various reasons. Till 1985, or maybe to be precise, it is started in 65 onwards. But once the, it is completely banned in 1985, as NDPS Act says, it has fallen from the grace of the people. Otherwise, it was commonly available. Even in Maharashtra, it was available in 1981 when I came. It was nothing. It was commonly, even in Sivratri festivals, you can see cannabis and all these things are there. This is part and parcel of our culture. However, let us understand what are the main species of the cannabis. There are basically three species. They are called marijuana and it is chemical, it is botanical name is cannabis sativa. That is where it is cannabis sativa and it is plenty available in the Euro, even in India and uh, Americas. I say Americas, South and North both. And it is highly psychoactive. Characteristic is that it grows very, very tall, around four feet, four meters, sorry, 15, 16, 12, 16 feet can grow and be thick. And its leaflets, if you can see, it can see there are nine leaflets in a single leaf. However, and the leaves are very thin and narrow. However, when it comes to the cannabis, indica, that is the native of, basically all these things are native of the, the Himalayan regions and Central Asia. That's what they say, but we don't know exactly. It, it is ubiquitous. Everywhere it is available. You go everywhere. Cannabis Indica, is, it is named after Cannabis India. Mainly it was this type of species are plenty in India. and They are available even in the Himalayas. And the other one is a very uh, ubiquitous called Lugralis. Wherever there is a little bit of water, you will see this type of things. And the basic difference is here there are seven leaflets in a single one and there are five. As the, it looks, as the leaflets in a leaf increase, the psychoactivity also increases, the toxicity increases. Now you see, as far the Abel, the Ernest Abel has written a book called The First 12,000 Years of Cannabis. Marijuana first 12,000 years. So you know how the books, it's a very big book in 1980. What he says is of the plant and have ever grown on earth as a harvesting, as agriculture, nothing has been but more extolled or revered. At the same time, it has also been, you know, it has also been demonized in a way. This is a trust as one of the most scarce. So you can see it has both the properties. Let us, before we going into the myths and all those things, let us understand what is this and what are the parts. Now if you can see, this is what you can get as a resin from the top. Plant, plant drop, if you rub the hands to the leaves, you will get some sort of breezy, dark brown, blackish resin. And you can get that into this type of uh, Ball, and that is what is called taras or ashish. Highly cyclic because it contains very small quantity can give you very big high. 
the other one is a ganja that is called basically a flower dry flower flowering top is considered as ganja it also considers as larger quantity of psychoactive uh, activity and the third one is leaves it's called as bhang they uh, that is also called as marijuana leaves these three are basically considered as psychoactive the remaining three parts like seeds they are highly nutritious perhaps the only seed which has got the optimum near optimum uh, uh, essential oils and then this is the bast fiber and odd thing the bast fiber is mainly a very filamentous one and very soft and it can it, it is used basically for the the fiber and cloth and anything and hard is basically for the composites because it contains a lot of glue and that glue is basically more important it contains a pectin type of chemical also the other one is that the last one is the root so these are the six basic parts of the plant roots are also very different you can have a tap root you can have a fibrous root depending upon the soil conditions it is highly adaptable to the climate now before getting into let us understand what are the legal issues with respect to the cannabis in the ndps i am going only to the ndps narcotic drugs and psychotropic substances 1985 is defined cannabis as cannabis indian hemp hemp means and i am taking permitted the taras or hashish that is the separated resin in whatever form the ganja that is the flowering or fruiting top of the cannabis plant excluding and that is very important excluding the seeds and leaves when not accompanied by the flowering top that is that is ganja so if leaves and seeds are not accompanied with ganja they are not part of the cannabis ndps act at all as per the center is concerned however just like alcohol you can the states can ban it as the product of cannabis plant per se and they can ban it or open it up for example bihar madhya pradesh rajasthan they all have government shops for bhang not for gaja or charas anyway that is bad that is illegal now cannabis it has got two basically uh, uh, species called marijuana or hemp in nutshell we can say that if the content of the tetrahydrocannabinol and i know people must have already understood what is that cannabis uh, the tetrahydrocannabinol it is it is a psychoactive substance if the concentration of in any part of the plant on dry basis is more than 0.38% then it will be considered as illegal that is marijuana however hemp is less than 0.3, 0.3 or less than 0.3 and that is where it is non toxic non intoxicating that is highly intoxicating generally it is female plant hemp is preferred as a male plant these are subtle differences and people have very not may not have very deep knowledge about this what is happening but they look very similar and that is why it was bad because it has a very similar look 
of uh, marijuana and because they are the same species of cannabis, not very different. Look wise, they are similar. So, cannabis plant has got four, basically four parts, the flowers and leaves, and of course the resin that they contain basically THC and CBD. People have understood that. What are the THC? THC is a natural mimic of anandamide, which I will talk about a little bit. And CBD is also a cannabidiol. There is no difference in the structure THC, very, very little difference. But one is psychoactive, other one is not psychoactive at all. In fact, reduces the psychoactivity, it reduces the effect of THC. It is used in the medicinal, medical, recreational, social, cultural, spiritual, and, and things like that. Seeds, oil, and cake, they're highly nutritious. Nutritious, they're food. In uh, most of the early reasons, the seeds are a natural, a part of the natural diet on, on daily basis. They, they make it just like a chutney. And it contains very high level of nutrition, perhaps uh, the best seed to eat. The cake also, it goes in the feed, uh, uh, the animal feed also. And also in the body care because it contains oil, which is highly useful for the cosmetics. Stock, the bust and herd, as I mentioned earlier, the textile, robe, bag, footwear, composites, green composites, and a specialty carbon. I will come to that later on. You can use this carbon for variety of things. As is an organic carbon. The roots are fibrous or tap, depending upon the soil conditions. They are also used for medicines, bioremediation, and carbon fixation. Now, if you can summarize a little bit, just like that, you can say the medicinal and nutritional industrial uses a snapshot. You can have a variety of this. I have taken just like in nine months, medicines. You can have nutraceuticals, body care, animal feed, textile, paper, any type of paper, green composites, construction, and carbon fiber of the end sheets. Now, there is a proof, archaeological and uh, 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 geological proof that paper, which is the oldest paper found in a, in a tomb was from made from cannabis. It is almost 800,000 years before it was found and it was a taste that they put the cannabis or the, the at that time it was called hemp, Indian hemp and the, the cloth from that one or the paper from that pulp. So it is the pulp which made the paper. First paper was made from the pulp from the cannabis pipe. And the composite, the, uh, the latest example is a Tesla car body, which uh, they uh, publicized. It's also a biocomposite, you can say it. And that's why it is. And one more thing, that the, the fiber is four, three times more stronger than the cotton. It does not require any pesticide. Uh, uh, for the growth also, it does not require any pesticide, insecticide. It, it is four times more warm, three times more stronger, and it contains, it, it, hydro, it is hydrophilic, means it absorbs water four times more than the cotton. It, because this is very important property, let me put, because if you wear this, by the way, I have a hemp 
mask, by the way. And this, this, this you can see is something like that. I don't know if you can see it because it is on the screen. I, I wear a mask of hemp fiber cloth. So, and it uh, and this gives you air conditioning type of product in the summer. So it is good for the summer, it is good for winter. Now, now new innovative materials and uses filamentous fiber for 3D printing, better than polyelectric acid, PLA is the most useful plastic, specialty carbon for supercapacitors and batteries, energy storage. Hemp fiber, very strong for replacing flexible spring steel. You might have seen in the cables, even in the gas cylinder, there is a flexible steel. It is, and this can be used exactly the same strength as, as the steel in the, the, the flexible spring steel. Now, well, you can have many more like this carbon capture. It consumes the three, to, three to four times more carbon dioxide than a forest, one acre per acre per year, because you can have because it grows very very fast and dense, and you can have sometimes two, sometimes three harvest of rhodonites. Insect resistant plaster. It is found in the Alora kids and uh, one of the uh, Puna uh, professor, Prashant Sindhi, for example, has published a big. A good paper in science where he mentioned that this uh, the, this plaster that they found in Alora having the, the cannabis leaves did not get spoiled because of the, the moth, because of the insects or fungi. So it is that much resist. While the nearby agenda, the whole paint is gone. Now I'm coming to directly to the medicinal applications, and there are three. FDA approved commercial cannabinoids based in cannabis derived drugs which are in the market. They are gone all the clinical trials and everything. And that is where I can simply say that the three, the Sevitax or Nevilog, Nevixomol and Drunavinol. And this is uh, Drunavinol, it's a synthetic one. And Epidolax. Epidolax is uh, CBD, and you can see this on the epilepsy, epilepsy induced seizures, diabetes syndrome, all these syndromes which are there, particularly anti inflammatory and anti acute. And there are lots and lots of uh, other uh, uh, research based uh, and uh, clinical trials. Under clinical trials, there are two one is a psychotropic, neurological, other one is somatic. Now, this has been already covered in the last talk, but still, I can simply say the main thing is the cannabinoid, tetrahydrocannabinol, and it is a synthetic cannabinoid. Actually, basically, there are endocannabinoid. Endocannabinoid is called as anandamide. It is, so that is why it is natural mimic. The cannabis has got a natural mimic, not the artificial one. And that is why it can easily metabolize. Now, the, the, the receptors in the body are all through in the mind of the, so that is why it is psychotropic, are mainly in the cerebral part, while the, the CBD receptors, or CB2 receptors are called, they are in the peripheral tissues and whole of the body. They are distributed entirely into body. And that is where, since it is the immune system, it simply modulates the immune system 
there are three or four reports I can see on the COVID resistance. The COVID coronavirus cannot penetrate if the blood is having certain amount of CBD. It resists that. It blunts the spikes. Now, this is the complete uh, snapshot of industrial platforms. You can see n number of people say there are 25,000 different articles can be made from this cannabis plant, nutritional, medicinal, and industrial. That it is the most important useful plant on earth for humankind, human as well as for animal. It is Highly, I can simply say it is highly resistant to the environmental. It is rugged. You don't need to grow. You need not to sing to it or uh, talk to the music, uh, play to music, some good music or lullabies to grow it, coax it. It is abundant and grows on its own without much of the intervention from the humans. As you can see, the whole of the Uttarakhand or Himachal Pradesh and even Assam. All the, the hilltops are basically covered by this grass of wheat. And that is why there is no wonder. You can see the in the last 20 years, there is a tremendous increase in the publications or patents. And that is an indication of the importance of this material. I quickly go through this. The green one, you can see, still the patents are coming or published, are coming mainly for the Healthcare and less on the industrial part. But it is changing now. And in the last five, ten years, we can see the moment I think in every by the end we close the talk, there will be at least two patents or publications already published during this period of half an hour or one hour total. We can see the speed. Every hour, there are one or two patents published, not filed, filed many more. And this is where you can see how the US and China dominate the patent. This one is uh, the United States, this is China. China has picked up, China has picked up only in the last 20 to 30 years. Before that, there was nothing. The first patent of this one came in 1856. 1856. Hardly anyone knew at that time what is written. Even in India, 85 onwards, people have started listening about the patent. Or nine. My first patent came in 87. At that time, people say, what is this? Now, these are certain things here. You see the hemp. The China is very much into the market, the patents. And you can see the fiber and medicine. This is the complete pie chart for the different products. So this is all about telling us where the whole India is nowhere. India has only 1 to 2% of the total patents filed per year. We need to increase our patent publications uh, in India. And it is China. The Most of the fibers are coming from China only. Uh, patents of the hemp and marijuana also you can see the basically the, the, the tremendous increase in the last 10 years. You can see the number is growing and both ways. Now, salient features about this plant. So this we can say, while the first patent of hemp was published in 1856, during 1960 to 2000, there's an activity of 
Why this activity was picked up? Because in 1963, the THC was isolated first time by the, by the Israeli scientist. It was Israeli scientist in 1992 that they found that there is an anandamide available, uh, present, uh, naturally present in the mammalian brain. And that is where the whole research started. And once the research starts, publications and the patents will also start because it is very much important for the healthcare at that time. And now also for and USA leads the medical cannabis patents related to the medicinal, recreational, nutritional drug and drug delivery system. Many lots and lots of patents we can find on the how to deliver the, uh, the cannabinoid or cannabis uh, derived drugs. However, China leads the industrial cannabis patent that is a patent related to have mainly for fiber. 80% is the total is a bus fiber or hard fiber. The uh, Japan, India, and all the Asian nations, you can simply say Asia is predominantly working on the hemp fibers, industrial applications, and Europe and America is basically working on the medicinal aspect of the cannabis. So no wonder hemp meets and no wonder why. Because hemp meets 13 goals out of 17 sustainability development goals and 62 targets out of 169 UN report of 2014 says so. So that is where it is so important from the climate change also. And no wonder the market size of legal cannabis, marijuana or medicinal or recreational uses market cap in 2019 was 17.7 billion US dollar with a CAGR of 18.1%. It's a whopping 18%. There are reports that uh, of late it is also increasing at 24% and expected to reach past 70. It is uh, blocked by, by this thing. It is 75 US billion dollar. It is only you can say this is America, mainly is America. All the blue is America. So you can say 85% of the total market is in America because they have opened the market. Nearly 30 states of America have legalized the marijuana for medicinal as well as recreational purposes. That is why you can get into the cookies and many things in the market. So there are risks. And we simply say that, as I mentioned last time also, I always say that we, the authors, we, the presenters and perhaps the Sangam talk also do not at all should be construed as supporting or proposing the use of illegal marijuana in India or anywhere else. We are talking mainly about factual information to the people that what is this and what are the risks and risks are here. Excess of everything is bad it even water. Let me put that way. So if the excessive use and very long period of too much of excess is very harmful, is a Similarly, since standardization of potency of the leaves are not done, so you, you never know what is the dose. That is the biggest challenge. Now, if you can, if extracts are available, tinctures and uh, you can extract they are standardized because they standardize as a THC content. 
just like alcohol content in the drinks, you have a tasty content. Ingestion, eating or drinking seems to be a better choice than the smoking because the smoking gives you lots of other aspects because once it is heated, many uh, these THC and there are several phytochemicals they can get converted into various things. That is where it is better that we take it the way Indians have been taking normally. Dose calibration is needed for individuals as like for any other medication. So opportunities offered by the hemp plant are also tremendous. Entrepreneurs, agripreneurs for fiber making and value addition to variety of products. Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh and now Uttarakhand have also started legalizing. In 2018, they have legalized the plantation by the farmers on hemp. However, there are still major issues. Otherwise, they have been uh, picked up by, by farmers very because it is easiest thing to grow and get the money value out of it in every part of the plant. Innovative products in food, health, drinks, eatables, and products are building. Great potential for soil enrichment, that is the biggest issue in most of the parts of the world, including in India. Increasing organic content in the soil, this could be the one of the best. You may when the Chernobyl happened, uh, I was in Germany, I think it was on some, some uh, Humboldt Fellowship. There, we realized that there were two things. One was the clay and the other one was the hemp, in the, this hemp, which was grown on this one because this takes out the radioactive material out of the soil. So, now and finally, we can say our Indian saying, that the gang bhang do behen hai, sadar hai ek sang. Murda taran gang hai, to jinda taran gang. This is what I have been listening through the ages uh, from my seniors and colleagues when, whenever we go to the UP. And the main source of the bibliography are the two books which we have published, uh, The Cannabis for Health Sustainable Agriculture and Materials, and the Cannabis for, for Marijuana for Healthcare, and two very interesting books, The Cannabis, a Complete Guide by Ernest Small, published in 2016-17. The other one is The Marijuana, The First 12,000 Years by Ernest Small. So, we should not throw baby along with the waste water is the total my, my conclusion. Thank you. Abhitoshji, uh, you may give your presentation now i will now try and address that this combined effect of recent development in the field of medicinal properties being discovered as well as the new and innovative usage which have been discovered with respect to making capacitors or making other advanced materials so I will now talk about how the policy is being affected and uh, what kind of changes that can be desired by uh, or through policy makers to make the whole field or whole ecosystem more uh, sustainable. Uh, this has been covered uh, by, by Dr. Rajiv. Uh, essentially, uh, by weight, if it is less than 0.3%, uh, it is hemp, otherwise marijuana. From sustainability perspective, I will talk 
more focusing on hemp because of one very simple reason that growing hemp at this moment is legal anywhere in the world to best of my knowledge that is and usually the policies are driven by what us is doing as well as some of the advanced markets are doing so uh, to my mind that is the policy there and most of the issues which exist with marijuana because like i said hemp has no issues hemp can be grown and uh, i will show uh, down the presentation that it is being grown on the world uh, for last 2000 years possibly more so existing religious cultural and social political beliefs which are uh, which are driven by the intoxicating properties and the people's thought process or mind about those intoxicating properties is what is driving the uh, bottlenecks or policy concerns for instance nicotine available in cigarettes which are ubiquitous you can buy cigarettes anywhere similarly alcohol little less available but still very very available both are also very intoxicating but they are highly available and legalities to these are very very limited uh, i mean to the extent only to some uh, young people you cannot sell etc or if uh, there are restrictions it is related to transportation etc that you can't uh, buy in bulk or uh, store in bulk more than four bottles or five bottles in india elsewhere also similar restrictions are there but it is not related to their intoxicating properties which empirically are similar or worse than marijuana dr mullikrishna he told very clearly that uh, the deaths attributable to alcohol and these are direct deaths not uh, death because somebody was driving under the influence are 270000 or 270000 as compared to a single death of influence of hemp because somebody fell from floor he felt that he, he you know he was hallucinating in some way and he jumped and and fell to his death so uh, it is basically the way we believe uh, marijuana to be more harmful uh, and it is a narrative which is uh, driving the uh, so many policies and uh, this narrative has been built by certain interest groups and their profit was not facts but economic or profit motive so um, this slide i will not spend too much time uh, we know these facts uh, by large 7.8 billion is the existing population it will go to something like 11 billion by turn of this century when more people are there two things are happening some are below uh, certain world standards of living and some are above that so those who are existing are also driving towards achieving those standards of living and comfort and then adding uh, population is getting added uh, every day so this drives demand for more food fiber fertilizer food stock and everything which uh, puts pressure on bringing more uh, land under cultivation use of greater number of agro fertilizers pesticides etc so land use comes under pressure more 
agri producers are also uh, leading to more agri waste it leads to deforestation soil water toxicity rising pollution rising fuel prices everything is contributing to what is on the horizon and coming very very fast to us which is global warming and obviously all this leads to the global temperatures rising and uh, Elizabeth Colbert has written a wonderful book uh, that sixth extinction. So far, we have had five in past. Sixth extinction is right on top of us, and there are two two and a half degree rise in average temperatures, and uh, the life can be seriously threatened on the earth. Now, what is sustainability, and what is sustainable agriculture? So, this is again doesn't need uh, too much reinforcement. sustainable development has to be responsible human development green development inclusive development ecologically compatible development and equitable social development this is being defined by gordon black maclamont in uh, in a lecture uh, during uh, international federal organic agriculture movement and other people have uh, used that kind of definition sustainable uh, agriculture on the other hand gets more granular it talks about seed and soil health ecology and environment economy and affordability population demographic crop yield health fertilizers and pesticides crop planning water water irrigation and then of course the ecosystem or the policy framework in which all this happens which is government policies and uh, modern technology uh, which also contributes you know by way of genetic improvements and so on now uh, sustainability in agriculture what it aims at and i'm talking about now the way it is defined by world bodies uh, like us department of agriculture which is deriving it uh, from uh, world bodies definition sustainability should satisfy human food and fiber needs enhanced environment quality store the the natural base from where it starts and on which agriculture economy depends make the most efficient use of non renewable sources sustain economic viability of farm operation and not only farm operation but the sustainability of the larger social life around it and uh, the quality of life in this process should be enhanced not reduced so it talks about agro botanical and ecological processes related to nutrient cycles so because food and i have actually you know contrasted it so whatever is on left can be uh, you know uh, supported is supported or enhanced by what is written in the right so you can't have food and fiber without uh you you are required to develop food and fiber without uh, damaging or disrupting the nutrient cycles soil regeneration nitrogen fixation carbon sequestering etc then uh, emphasis should be reduction of non renewable and unsustainable agriculture inputs essentially fossil fuels or mainly pesticides which are used with damage the the environment and and uh, the subsequent food chain and then obviously the most important cog in the wheel is the farmer 
if he is not able to derive a sustainable livelihood he is a primary stakeholder then that is very important and then obviously agriculture is considered to be the primary input and others are all secondary inputs dr rajiv just now talked about nearly 25000 end products end consumer products which are derived out of various parts of hemp produce either primary or secondary so uh, that is roughly what is sustainability all about now coming back to a uh, little bit of history hemp is a plant which uh, probably evolved around 28 to 30 millions uh, million years ago it is suspected uh, or derived out of the study of pollen data from uh, uh, the residue found in the lake sediment and uh, the vectorizing of it through a mathematical simulation that tends to point to uh, as of now research available to us to an area towards northern uh, tibet uh, a, a lake uh, over there and then it uh, shows various uh, lines towards uh, central asia towards india and towards south asia also which as per that interpretation points to that particular area you know this is uh, eocene uh, period i think Uh, as of now it is roughly the time when indian subcontinent was hitting the large asian market then coming back human have been consuming wild grains since uh, 1000 odd years 100000 odd years agriculture has started around 12000 bc or about 14000 years back and uh, hemp also roughly maps to that period that means one of the primary crops initially might have been hemp although uh, it can be argued uh, and it cannot be determined which came first and it doesn't matter it was fairly old and it uh, i have shown the timelines i will not visit it uh, but it maps to various uh, periods of human history so holocene neolithic stone age uh, maps to primary dispersal around uh, eurasia and uh, then during iron age spread to africa southeast asia then uh, around industrial age it migrated to new world and the migration to new world was further deepened uh, during 1800 to 1945 during the era of communication and mass print media and transport it has its own ramification i will touch upon some of them then the migration after world war which was essentially a an era of the downfall of uh, marijuana and hemp that's where the legality uh, and restrictions and uh, various uh, prohibitions on uh, marijuana and hemp cultivation happened it was also the time of emergence of america as a global superpower as well as the era of cold war and now the sixth phase which has happened probably the trigger of it happened when uh, thc was isolated in 1960s but it came into real fructification with 1992 discovery by israeli and american scientists of the endocannabinoids which are present in human body and which play very important role acting through 
uh, important uh, CB1 and CB2 receptors in various human biological processes essential to life. So now question is this, and it's a very moot question, it raises head like a specter. If this thing was being grown for last 12,000 years ago, then what is the problem in it and and uh, in and being grown as such it uh, grows wild in many places surprisingly the word hemp comes from german hump which essentially means wild <laughs> so uh, the 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 question is very important and the reason lies in how the development various attitude and aptitudes evolved during the hemp being discovered roughly in India by Europeans and then by that being spreading to Europe. It was already available in Europe actually uh, to the new world and uh, their uh, power uh, coming into being the Americas, uh, it again further uh, affected. But what are the demand drivers? So demand drivers are essentially the drivers of the demand uh, which are uh, derived out of the human sustenance and animal sustenance, which is food, clothing, shelter, etc., etc. So that is where uh, the demand drivers are. And then demand receptors we will find again and again are essentially legality or social attitudes or social mores or religious mores, which are holding and then who is driving those narratives. So at the era of globalization, post-1945, uh, the narratives were, ran, drawn, uh, were driven by the Western world. And Western world, somehow, uh, the attitude towards uh, marijuana or manure intoxication was uh, highly looked down upon for whatever reason. So regulatory policies, legality, and when we say legality, policy framework and regulatory rules, etc., they form overall framework which affects the demand and the produce and the research and every other aspect. We remember that uh, Dr. Murli Krishna during the last talk said that it takes about six months for a researcher to have the necessary clearances. Uh, to use the psychotropic part of marijuana for research and that is in America. So in India probably that permission will be nearly impossible to get I Now what are the factors which affect the sustainable agriculture? So what is the supply chain? Supply chain is very simple. The way we grow wheat or rice is the way we will grow hemp also. So hemp will be cultivated various hemp producers will be supplied first uh, harvested and then supplied for intermediate processing and then various industrial uh, productions will happen down the line so i am describing the supply chain not in great sophistication but in a broad brush stroke and obviously the factor of agricultural productions are same for every agriculture crop, which is seed, soil, water, fertilizer, pesticides, method of agriculture for having the right produce, product quality, and uh, mix output for economic and agrarian sustainability. When I say that, essentially with hemp also, 
depending upon the genetics of the seed and the way it is planted and the way it is watered you can have uh, more uh, fiber uh, growth or more seed growth so depending upon what kind of produce you want out of the the plant uh, will be uh, the way agriculture methods will be determined similarly secondary and intermediate uh, part primarily uh, where the bottleneck lies so for instance we know that when we wheat is grown then we have uh, uh, various mandis uh, which uh, exist at village level at block level at district level we have organizations like food corporation of india who have big godowns government has arguably but existing policies of procurement of wheat etc and there is a mechanism to support all that even at a policy level where price is supported and so on and so forth recent uh, disputes notwithstanding at least a working and uh, existing structure uh, was available and uh, continues to be there in place and uh, even if it is being replaced it is being replaced uh, by a system which is thought to be working better but in case of hemp uh, there are no such mechanisms in place so if people start growing tomorrow in hemp they will have great difficulty in transporting it they will be harassed by police at every uh, nook and corner because of the lacuna associated with it and that is where this uh, intermediate processing intermediate storage and uh, the policy framework and the government mechanism needs to come into picture and again i'm touching things in broad brush strokes so it has to be organized uh, mathematically for minimum distance to be traveled by the farmer easy availability of transport of processing infrastructure because if you are processing hard and separating bas fiber then bas fiber is much easy to transport but then you will have to develop infrastructure for separating and rating of the bas fiber and that infrastructure is not affordable by one farmer so it has to be a common infrastructure and that's where either cooperatives come into picture uh, and then if cooperative comes into picture then support mechanism for policy for those also is required sustainable agriculture and how the cannabis or other herb plantation can help it but the basic thing is that this is a policy related basic problems and the governments have to understand the problem the, the dilemma of a farmer that's what i i can understand from now the dilemma of the farmer is that he has to prove with the wrong thing he has to prove that his plant does not have more than 0.3% of tsc then only he can grow and that is why the people those who are in the you know uh, they, they come and harass and that is why he simply does not send and i talked to one of my friend he said that those who wanted it there are issues because uh, they have to so that is where he is talking about the policy related things however the as the cannabis is concerned cannabis is ideally suited for such type of uh, Uh, situation where the fallow lands are there, where all these agricultural, even the, even in the, you know, the 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 farmers can grow on the sides of the uh, um, what is called the fund on this one. So that is also protects and also protects. So 
he is basically talking about sustainable agricultural issues what are the things and how they can be mitigated by by cannabis plantation now i cannot go ahead with this uh, uh, slides i think these slides are not with me right now i cannot uh, go ahead with the slides but this is precisely what he is talking about the, uh, the one thing i can tell the root system of uh, this and the plant is that if the water is less on the surface and it is deep the tap roots which i have shown the tap roots will go as long as 2 meter 3 meter deep to get the water and nourishment however if the water and nourishment are it's it can grow uh, just like fibrous root and you can have a different type of root system and that is where it can grow in the arid conditions it can grow in the humid conditions it can grow where the water is there or any type of land generally and without much of the care so that is where he is talking about even in the smart cities what he is talking about is going to come now the next slide which he is going to talk about is perhaps from the smart cities because he comes from the smart cities and where the carbon dioxide can also be sequestered and this can also be used for the biofuel there is a, in, in the audience i see atul saxena who is a pioneer in the biofuel Uh, basically and that is why i think he's looking for this there are lots and lots of work going on on the biofuel as this plant can directly get into the and you can get these chemicals out of it as well as biofuel so that is where you can have the economy and ecology together that is the next point which is going to cover is that until unless the economy is aligned with ecology ecology will never the primary goal of the human beings because economy is for today ecology is for tomorrow and there, i think that is what he is going to talk uh, what have been talking so on the sustainability part first and foremost part of the sustainability there is no better example of sustainable is the nature the, you see that the, the forests which are for the millennia they have been growing and there is no human intervention and they grow is a beautiful ecosystem development similar type of ecosystem needs to be developed on the agricultural part however under industrial conditions and a lot of opportunities will come in entrepreneurs entrepreneurs in the supply chain in the nutritional part and it is all legal part only issue is the policy related one by the governments i think that is what it is the whole uh, thing what he is going to talk before the audience starts rajiv ji i would like to ask a question please that in india why is there a legal problem like you have explained so clearly that the narcotic effect is so different it is so mild in one case and more in case of charas and all so why have they put it why have they clubbed it all together it is basically of its appearance basically the hemp and cannabis they look very similar there is no basic difference you cannot find out so easily until unless you go and have a very close look and because of the natural selection and hybridization all these species got dozens and sometimes hundreds of different varieties which are common so that is where if one one cycle of the crop if it is 0.3 and if next cycle it goes to 0.4 it's an issue 
these are the issues which we, we are facing technically so until unless governments take a, a holistic approach which uh, i think boheko and uh, uh, other companies in india as, as see why uh, people are bothered about there is no risk until unless you can give it as under, under license and allow the cultivation part and if the uh, 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 if, even if charas and ganja there is not a single except one which is uh, hallucinating that was also made to know that it is because of the cannabis but there is no as far as the doctors are concerned there is not a single report caused with overdose of cannabis related products charas or anything now uh, uh, the alcohol is much more data you can say why alcohol is ubiquitous alcohol is standardized there is hardly any research done anywhere as a, now it is going on and it will take time it is a matter of few uh, years maybe 5 10 years where it will be forced to be taken up by the government and you can see it in uh, in the asia indonesia or malaysia korea Uh, people are working on the different products, new products, and every day new products are coming. Uh, I was just browsing. Last one year, there are ten uh, thousand patents have already come. After one, so these are the reasons. Uh, uh, it is economic reasons. It is political reasons also. Economic reasons are very much. And initially, it was. It was. I will. I mean, I, I, it is difficult to prove, but I will simply say it was also rational. or other racial issues initial when it was banned and america forced it america has forced it on all over the on the whole world and opened it up fastest in 2012 onwards it has opened up the market because it sees the potency of the market and it is going to happen everywhere else in the world europe is happening canada has opened up germany is opening up and netherland is anyway opened netherland there is no ban on the cannabis is there any way to predict that how much intensity or how much effect it will have on different people when they consume See, if you consume the raw material like this then it is an issue because even if you keep it see uh, even if it is stored for example for example if you can store it at a humid condition uh, uh, the potency will go down very soon because it will convert into a non Uh, uh, psychotropic substance, and uh, it's the metabolism is also there, which affects individuals. Just like we discussed this with the Govind Raj, the same point because potency is two types of potency. One is the actual THC content in the in the material. The other one is also the metabolism of the individual. How it can even if the same THC content give it to two different people will have a two different type of intoxicating effect if at all someone may not have at all same with alcohol some people can take more and more some people can get knocked out with a very little so alcohol content is the same so this is a biological system when we talk about the biological system much more complex and you showed the seeds and you said that the seeds are highly nutritious and have all kinds of uh, you know yeah. oils and all how to harvest the seeds and the fiber from the plant this is a very interesting question and uh, as you uh, know the uh, seeds are just like any other seed they just like you know the mustard seed 
very similar to this is the mustard seed. So when the plant or the crop is ripe, after the flowering, the seeds come. And it is also very interesting, many people may not know, the content of the, the raisin also comes at the same time. The ganja also comes, flowers are. So basically the raisin comes to protect the flowers from the beets and for the insects. So this is a defense mechanism which they have developed over a thousands of uh, 12,000 years or more. We don't know. 12,000 is a known, but it could be from, we don't know how long this, this plantation has been there. And that is where it has developed, the, uh, and that is where you have to see the seeds are harvested, the whole plant is cut, is dumped, and then it is just harvested the way any other crop seed harvested, any other uh, seed. And it is used for taking out the oil, taking out the cake, the meal cake, and that goes in the feed as well as biscuits. It has got omega acid, the three to six omega acid ratio is 0.5 in, in this one, while even the flax seed, which, which are out, outed as a very good one, have a four or five or six ratio. So it means six is six times and three is one time. But here it is six is two times, three is one time. Ideally, for the human being, it is one is to one or 1.1 like that. So this is closest among all the seeds known to human beings. And it is available in the stores, by the way. People go and purchase in the shopping malls, it, it, perhaps even in India. And in US, it is very common. Poonamji hmm. says, does the root system help hold the soil too that is eroding so fast? Of course, that is what I said. Uh, that is why it is wasteland and remediation and soil erosion. It helps all the roots, by the way. And you know, you might have heard, I don't know whether you have heard this Save Soil uh, campaign by the Sadhguru Jaggi Vasudev. It is a global global campaign. He is riding 30,000 kilometers uh, on the motorbike at the age of 65. And among all the nations from England till India, and he's reaching in Mumbai on 12th or 13th of uh, June, where he's going to talk. Everywhere he's talking. So Save Soil means the, the organic content in the soil has to be increased. And that is where I mentioned that. Actually, I did not have enough time to do all this. This is a very vast subject. So when I said the carbon capture in the organic roots, that's what I mentioned in the root when I talked. They are used for the carbon capture. means simple that organic carbon is held. And water is also held. Not only this one, but moisture is held. And uh, uh, the soil is always held by all type of roots, not only the cannabis soil. And that is where the water content also is, uh, is retained in the soil. There is no uh, uh, roots, there, there is no uh, organic content and water in the soil. That is where the arid soils are. And how this, the soil fertility is based entirely, entirely on the organic content, means bacterial content. This is called soil is living soil. So uh, that is where it is important and it has to be increased. Organic content has to be increased. It has to grow beyond three, at least three. Otherwise, it is a dead soil. You know, in most of the Indian part, it is less than point It is less than 1% of the carbon. Ideally, it should be 3 to 6%. Then you can get the nourishment. Food, nourished food also you can get. So arid conditions, that's why I say it, is, it, can, it can be used as the best weight 
I mean, it's a wasteland declamation. So she has a follow-up question that if it does have a role in preventing soil erosion and all, then why aren't they planting it in the Himalayan regions in India, in the Hindu pilgrim and tourist areas, where so much damage is happening due on a regular basis uh, see, of life and property? See, uh, one thing is very clear. You cannot stop soil erosion and soil reclamation. Basically, whenever there are pains, particularly in the hilly regions, whatever you can do, all the plants are washed away. When the torrential rains come, the, the stop soil goes away. So that is where the problem, it is anyway cultivated. And that is why the, the hills are there. If you go to the Uttarakhand somewhere here, you can see that the, the whole, uh, the, in the wild, this is the Rodrales or Indian uh, Indica, they are anyway grown. So, and secondly, if you grow, it is grown. It is allowed to grow naturally in India. But if I want to cultivate in my farm, I need to take a license. This is a policy-related problem. If I cannot grow it, I will be jailed. If I want to avoid it, I have to simply show that it is less than 0.3% and that too only in Uttar Pradesh, Himanchal Pradesh, Rajasthan, and very recently Gujarat and Uttarakhand and Himachal. These are the, and perhaps Assam. So these are the Himalayan regions and these are the areas where they say, okay, you can cultivate and we will promote because they see the value in it. So it's uh, a policy related issue basically. You can tell, you can let me know when, when you think it is time we should close. In the meantime, I have one more question. Please. To, has anybody done any research on the bioactive role of cannabis in the alcohol industry or the beer industry? Uh, well, <laughs> if I can say in my one of the because, because in India, uh, alcohol is one of the highest revenue generators. <laughs> that is why it is not in the GST. And also the alcohol, uh, alcohol and, uh, and the fuel. You are avoided from that. See, this will come. This will come. I think it is the alcohol industry all over the world is campaigning against him, against cannabis, because they see the threat. It is so cheap. So cheap. In UP, if you go, you can get a small, it is maybe 400, 300, 400, 500 kilo. And you need very little. If you go and take a five rupee, in the I'm going to the top in, in any place, the the take up, take up. You can take a small portion, and your day is done in the evening. And it has to be particularly one more point which I must say: the marijuana can be taken in the morning because it gives you it gives you many other things. But the cannabis indica. If you see, it's more suitable for uh, evening. All these subtleties are there and uh, inhalation versus uh, eating the way Indians do, mostly, is a much better way. Inhalation is also an issue which, uh, uh, so these are the issues and I think there are already cannabis based, uh, in Australia I saw one cannabis adda. They have, a, they have a cannabis uh, uh, kiosk. So there are several uh, things are coming. It will come 
I think what uh, Murli Krishnan said the other day, it is a matter of time. It will come. It, it took time. India took 20 years to ban it. Then the rest world, it will take maybe 5-10 more years to, to legalize it. You cannot stop it. Uh, could you just tell uh, again the Hindi names for cannabis indica and well yeah 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 I can say so many I have a, I cannot uh, right now do but uh, I can say there is a Anand Kand there is a uh, document there is a book called Anand Kand no no I don't want all varieties only the three four that you mentioned I will tell that but let me say in Ayurveda in Ayurveda it is very well among the five words it is and there it is called as the Vijaya, Gaya, Harshini, Mandini. There are these are the common names basically which are used. Vijaya is the most common name used in Ayurveda. And Bhang, Kanjacharas, you know, there are in all 51 names reported in Indian scriptures of Bhang. And they all are documented. I have oh, the list. Oh, that is most interesting. And Very I can tell you, I can tell you, these 51, if you feel, I can directly talk to you and say, or, or a group of people, those are interested, traditional Indian and cannabis. There are so much. 51 names I have mentioned in my paper. And there are papers published already, not the Indians alone, but also by outsiders. Uh, Russo has published this paper. Many Indian authors have published 51 names, and all the names have attributes. And none of these attributes are excluded from the from the present day uh, uh, indications and conditions. In the, so you can see it has tremendous potential. All these things, even for it, it is very strange. I can tell you just a very small story like this. It was used since uh, it appetizes. So it is also appetizer. There's a name for this one. It enhances your appetite. Even for those who are young people, the young couples, it also gives them some sort of a kick for, for uh, pleasures. That way. Because if you see, the cannabinoid system is very much in the in the immune system and in the uh, reproductive system, it's all very much project. So it enhances, and the only condition is whatever it cures, it creates the same condition if it is accessibility. Exactly. If uh, if it person is anxious, it can take this one and get relief of the anxiety. But if it takes too much, he can get anxious. You mentioned about biofuel and then there is a policy problem now, as you mentioned. So my question is, why can't we promote it like Jetrofa? That let the focus be on uh, fuel and let the other applications may come afterwards. Because at this moment, fuel security is a major concern. Then increasing uh, income of uh, farmers is another concern. So many problems are there for government. So our point is that we have to enter into the government. How you can tell me how we can lobby with the government? Because I go to the government, I go to ministries, act as their advisors. 
So how I we say, can take it forward? Yeah, yes, I, I, I will tell you. I will tell you. See, yes, the government has already woken up. Let me put that way. They, everyone is very much concerned. But as far as the policy changes are concerned, there are priorities for them. This is a crisis time in the world. So uh, that is where I think certain things are there. But state governments can certainly do it more effectively. And in 2018, November, if I can remember correctly, it was uh, November 2000 or October 2018, when the central government gave the license to a research institute called Indian Institute of Integrated Medicine, whose director is my, my friend, Dr. Sreen was ready. Because of his uh, very busy schedule, he could not come and, uh, um, and moderate the session today. Also, he was supposed to be. He is very busy because he's having a directorship of a two-lane. So they have been working on the research and they, they can have, they, they are doing research on that particular part. We can certainly go through them also. And this is where if the government lab, like you know, CSIR lab, and they, we have to talk to them. Perhaps Uttarakhand government if, uh, can do it. But this government can do it. The only condition is the biggest issue is the Ganja and Charas for the same plant. How to avoid it? So, uh, this uh, IIIM, they are also perhaps working on the genetic modification of the seed where they can knock out the gene which produces this PXC uh, into this one. And that is where the seeds are available now. In the uh, seeds are available oh, well. Tripathi is back. But anyway, uh, I, I could take over and uh, do certain things to you. Now the question answer is going on. So in that sense, the uh, once the, the, the seed is available, it's not that it is not available. You, but then you cannot grow the same just like a BT. You, you have to, these seeds are, are not good enough to go and reuse as a seed. Once the seed comes. So that is where the problem is. We are working on that, but the government is also the left working. I may be visiting them sometime in the uh, June to we'll see what they are doing and how they are doing. So uh, there are issues, Saksana uh, uh, as you said, but uh, if the government can waive the burden of proving that the PSC content is less than 0.3, even if it's three, it does not make any difference. Even if it is, see, it is only beyond 3 to 5% PHC comes in the leaves or otherwise, it has some effect. Okay, but, sir. Yeah. So my question is that, uh, can we prepare a presentation for Uttarakhand government? Because I met the chief minister. He is a good friend and we can get anything done in Uttarakhand. So as you mentioned last time, that what kind of a proposal we can make them what are the benefits to the government and how we can create revenue jobs and environment ecology as you mentioned so that proposal we can take and take any kind of approval from uttarakhand government sir that's fantastic we have been so talking about would... this certainly certainly we can do a saksana sahab and uh, avitosh is already working on, on a policy paper we are working already on this policy paper. Once the book is gone out, we will be taking up and then we will be very happy to, to, uh, to work with you. Yeah, good to have uh, you, Saksena Saab. Saksena Saab is another person who has worked a lot on biofuel. 
and since uh, hemp is a very high yield uh, crop with respect to biomass definitely uh, uh, there is a great possibility of doing lot of work like i have right. been talking uh, of two aspects and sakshana saab's question is absolutely uh, the whole purpose and our raison uh, the terre of these talks that how can we influence policies because all other wonderful things which were talked about by dr murli krishna dr govinda rajalu dr chaturvedi and the wonderful possibilities of this plant and the wonderful economic opportunities which are possible out of sustainable agriculture of plants are being stymied or they are being bottlenecked by various policy issues which doesn't mean that we are saying that we open all the gates we have to do control progression definitely there is need to work on the medicinal aspects as per the existing policies and do only mid course correction wherever uh, you know there are problems but as far as other aspects are concerned where the shadow of marijuana comes over the industrial use of um, uh, of hemp that is where the problems can be sorted by a careful crafting of policies and this careful crafting of policies are very broad spectrum because there will still be a relation between marijuana growth and hemp growth so there has to be a very careful drafting of policies so what mr saxena is saying is is a very what uh, let's say it is equivalent to making a hole in the wall which is very formidable wall i have been talking to iit jodhpur for a possibility of doing sustainable agriculture in wasteland area of rajasthan progress is slow so anywhere we can make such a breakthrough uh, even sangam foundation i am talking in some way for some work on this direction so policy aspects are very important 